Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor you are welcome in the name of Jesus. Even our neighbors online, you are welcome. First announcement. Um, from the plans we have on ground, we are almost finalizing it. We should be in Uganda in early May. Then, of course, as we said, we will be in Zambia in early March. <laughs> be with, uh, so we will be with uh, uh, Pastor Gift. We were there last year uh, from Road 7, but the way I'm looking at it is from 6, six to... Six, six, seven, eight. We we'll be at the the church, Gifted Faith International Ministry. It is at uh, they say it's at South Lusaka, next to HK Matrasis, Zambia. Then ninth uh, and tenth, we we'll be at the University of Zambia, the same Lusaka. Then this weekend, it will be, it will be God of all power in Futo. <laughs> Believe it or not, it will be too brutal. Jeez. No, 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 no. Even physically, I'm saving my energy for that Futo invasion. I'm not smiling. And I know that God is not smiling. There are some things we know. Sometimes we we are humble about it, but we know. You will see. So if you are around Imoa, gather everybody. Let the rain fall. In Jesus' mighty name. Friday and Saturday. I will be with uh, Moses Ako. Many of our people are already on the ground, cooking the ground to be ready for that day. Amen. <laughs> 24 hours, 1st and 2nd of March. <laughs> Amen. The team is new wine. You can see the ministers line up. Brutal men lined up there. Jesus Christ. Brutal men. It's well like Jasper have aged in this prayer team. The guy don't show prayer. 
One day in the afternoon, we were praying. His tongues was sounding like a song in the spirit. Him. <laughs> Him and Buddhists, their tongues is sounding like songs. Song of songs. That, that's how their tongues. Buddhas are brass cabalai and all that. So they have aged in the thing. We we are we as humble people we are coming to receive. <laughs> Amen. Me I'm hungry more than ever before. I'm afraid that if God doesn't do something for me quick, time might pass. And there is time for everything. Time to press and time to manifest. If in the days of your manifestation you are pressing, you are wrong. There is time for everything. It's time for everything. In Jesus' name. From 11th, am I correct? Show me, show me. Uh, prayer and prophetic. From 10th to 14th. Amen. So from 10 to 14. There are many people that will be there that is not on those flyers. But I know they will come and they will hit us. Even 24 hours. There are many people that will be there too. Mostly my brothers and my friends. They will be there too. That is brother Benjamin Cornelius. Is it not true? Chebendi kanwanya gichinekem Debendo purundonkugi Naputam najua chebempwani ojo Hezionyen chempurobi Chebendi kanwanya gichinekem Debem no purundon kugi Naputam na jua Chebem pwani ojo Hezionyen chempurobi Majihoba ge wugyulo Nefu kandyoru dobu woro mweha Majioba eche giobodo Nefu kacheno Chebemo Debemo Ayama, ayama, we have to... Oh, so you people know it. The man is an ancient word. Those days, I didn't even know he's the one. Those days, if I, if I go to Navy Divisional Library, there is some people opposite, opposite are we behind. That's their job. They are always playing his song, and he's on loudspeaker. You know this way, I heard 
mom naya is not in the mouth. You know those people that sell that drugs, Afirokokus erosin. <laughs> that way they do their speaker is always speaking. That's the way that one is always speaking at uh, roundabout. That how many of you have overheard that? Uh-huh. It's always there. It's always there. Iglaukona live. Did you read in the? Uh, you will be hearing it. And then Mr. Welt. Okay. And then your sincerely will be there too. Amen. 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 From Thursday, we are having a special service. Show me the flyer from Thursday. Amen. God's precious servant evangelist, which I know will be with us from from Thursday. This week, clap for Jesus. Clap. For Jesus. I was speaking with him today. He was saying, "Ah, may God help us." That's where anointed men of God humbly present the fact that they are ready for the bomb and the action. You know when you, you humbly present yourself, uh-huh. may God help us. That person don't cook well. And all that. Heavy, heavy heater. Heavy heater. Heavy heater. I can tell you. I think I know how to touch people small. That man you know, and all that. And you can see the team come up here. There is a call in the heavens. There is a call in the heavens. Have you not wondered sometimes how do we come up with this team? Sometimes we are sending very high in prayers. You will just hear it. That's how. Amen. If you are from Ghana and our brethren from, brethren from Ghana, we are coming to Ghana in July. Amen. To be heavy, it's not just we we hit both um, Accra and Kumasi. More importantly, my eyes on Kumasi than Accra and Kumasi. But heavy, heavy. Then we visit some campuses. Uh, some campuses that has already sent us. Uh, invitation that we consider where we pour the fire. We will not just hold the apostolic invasion, we will come with two days prayer stretch. Two days prayer stretch. I don't know, I don't know whether you people have, I don't know whether you have been drilled. It's not just praying, they drill your soul to crack. Come on, people. That time you got tired, that's when prayer starts. Prayer starts at the time of natural tiredness. Then the Holy Ghost takes over. 
the engine will be doing like this. Something disturbs also. This is not how I was born. Something, something disturbs. Don't you want to be disturbed by the Holy Ghost? Sometimes me, disturb me, Holy Ghost. Disturb me. I've lived the normal life for too long. Disturb me. The Bible says Jesus being driven by the Holy Ghost. That another way to say it. Jesus being disturbed by the Holy Ghost. He entered into the wilderness, the place of cooking. Amen. So after the prayer drill, we hit the invasion. After the prayer drill, we hit the invasion. We need to, it will soak the ground. It will soak the ground. Raw prayer and power. Prayer, power, purity. Was to revival. Prayer, power, purity. Equals to revival. Prayer, power, purity. Equals to revival. Prayer, power, purity. Equals to revival. Prayer, what? Power, purity. Equals to revival. Prayer, power, what? Purity. Equals to revival. Ha! Casey Solomon. I have Hosey. Hmm? That day you said we should see. I came out. I didn't see you. You have escaped. You know go why? Okay. Don't marry without my knowledge. My Amen. Amen. Okay. So let's drive today. Let's see how far we are going to go. Did you notice something? Bro, strike for me. Did you notice something in the book of Exodus chapter 33? One of the things you will find out with several people that worked with God in a deep dimension is that some of them, when they calculate what it took them to come to where they are, and they look at you, they look at you the way you are looking you are not looking that committed and serious. And the possibility of losing you from coming to service and coming to church is very high. If they ever tell you what they are doing to get to where they are, you know what they do? They teach you less. They show you less. They just show you the quickest path to result, not the path to become what they are. And that is why at the end, the scripture rightly strikes, strike. The scripture rightly said, that God showed the children of Israel what? His act. But to Moses, he showed what? So to know the acts of God is what many people are interested in. But to know God's way, there is a price to it. So a man of God can come out like this and say, all you need is, you can do the miracle I'm doing. Are you not seeing it? I'm praying for somebody. You see this why I touched him? You can touch him. Do you have God in you? Say yes. Say you can touch another person and you touch another person, the person is healed. You now leave that meeting and go to another meeting, go to another meeting, the thing stop working. Meanwhile, the man of God's own is still working. Do you know what is happening? Do you know the problem? If I touch you, I charge your battery. But you don't know where I charge my own. If the charge you tapped from me finish, hello, that's what is happening. 
That thing you tap from me, when it finishes, if you try to do the same thing I'm doing, it will no more work. But, peradventure you are always around me, it will keep working. That's the problem of, of, of Jesus' disciples at some point. Until Jesus told them, this kind. Yes, you can tap from me, you can do, but do you want this kind? So that is what is happening here. Exodus chapter 33. Something striking is happening there. Show me verse. Show me verse. Show me verse 14. Verse 14. Exodus chapter 33 verse 14. If you are there, say Amen. Amen. You see this way, this family is coming. With the whole children. That's how you should be going to revival meeting with your children. If not, you, you experience revival. Your, when you wake up, you will be teaching your children. They don't know what you are talking about. They, no child is too small to experience a revival. That thing happening to them without their knowledge is something. Say they are going to school. Sometimes there is nothing the school dismissed by four. It is you that is lazy. Instead of going to pick your children and bringing them, you allow them by 6.37 you are going. Don't worry, they will start smoking before they are 17. As pastor's children. If you like, don't be deliberate. Bring them here. Let's plug those holes. Let's plug them. If, if we don't give them Bible, they give them Ibo. Is it not true? Look at the way you are looking like fine man. Stand up. Is it not looking fine? That's what we are talking about. Be seated. <laughs> they said, they said he's, he, he sang a song for me. Huh? He, he's rabbi that, that sang the song for me. They said, what's the title of the song? Accurate Prophet. Huh? <laughs> oh my God. Amen. Allow your children know. Allow your children know. Allow your children know. It's priesthood that trains children. I'm not saying that they will not face challenges. But it will be very hard for you to now draw them away to the point that they can't come back. Even people, some of the people that got born again, the altars, the, okay, the, the, the chicken that they slaughtered in shrine that you ate from when you were three years old till when you were 25, you have eaten so much chicken from your father's shrine that now that you bought God born again, you have not eaten enough Holy Communion to, to neutralize it. 
It is not necessarily like that, but I'm just making a statement. Are you getting the point? Sometimes, because of how long you have stayed under the influence of darkness, you are working well with God, but sometimes the thing pulls you again. Pulls you again. That's by the way. Okay. Verse 33, verse 14, chapter. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Let's read verse 15. Uh-huh. Continue. Okay, continue reading. Verse 17. Okay, okay, continue. One more verse. One, two, ready, go. Do you know what the Holy Spirit told me? He said, watch, watch, watch. I have passed. He said, come back, come back. I came back. He said, watch, look at this. So I look at this. He said, it's true. Did you notice something? God promised them his presence. He said, my presence shall go with what? So, the presence goes with them. But the glory is personal. He said, show me your glory. But let your presence, what? Go with us. So the presence is a general commodity element. It comes, it's everybody's thing. But the glory is a personal pursuit. He said, if your presence go not with us, we are not going anywhere. But he turned and looked at him and said, show me. Say me, show me. I didn't hear himself. Show me, show me. Show me your glory. Show me his personal. Say after me, his personal. It's a personal pursuit. When you carry the presence of God, when you know the presence of God, the people around you will feel it, benefit from it, and all that. But the pursuit of glory is personal. It's personal. There is something Moses knew. No wonder he is the kind of man he is. Do you know till today we don't know where Moses died? We don't know. If the children of Israel ever knew where Moses died, knew his grave, ha, that will be where they will build, that will be the holiest site for Judaism. It was too intentional for God to make sure he is the one, wherever Moses died, he is the one that dig the grave and buried Moses. Nobody knew. I was telling you people yesterday something. That the first point in carrying the, the first pathway to the glory of God is the path of brokenness. Is it not true? 
I said that God must fundamentally achieve brokenness in the vessel of his interest. Once God indicates interest in your life and has identified you as a vessel that will carry his glory, the first thing that he will need to achieve is brokenness. And one of the reasons why we consider this is the challenge what man suffered as a result of the fall. It is not just that man sinned, he fell. And one of the things we considered in our Bible studies is that man fell, but he fell. Where did he fall to? So he fell into himself. And from there, every motivation for his action is self, including things that is spiritual for the people that are now born again. It is not their fault. It's not their fault because according to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible said that the challenge we have is that it is not first that which is spiritual. In which case, there wouldn't have been need for many of the levels that we are involved in. Because we just go ahead. In fact, if if it was that which is spiritual first, then you will not need to be born again. All you need to be done is to just be born once. Is it not true? But even a child that is born today needs to be born again. Simply because it was first that which is natural. And because it was first that which is natural before it is spiritual, we have a challenge. It means that you tested of Adam before you tested of Christ. And because of that, there are two parts in which you can live. And they are open. The possibilities of borrowing from either one is there before you. What it means to be in the spirit is for you to be in Christ. What it means in simple terms for you to walk in the spirit is for you to consistently choose to live your life by Christ too. It means keep choosing things that the scripture said you should choose concerning every singular situation. Many times to choose Christ in several situations, we demand that you will deny yourself. Is it not true? Let me give you an example. Something as simple as waking up to pray for 30 minutes in the night. When is the best time of your sleep in the night? When do you like to sleep? The best time? When is your own best time? Twelve. One. When is your own best time? Four, five. That's my best time too. Four. That's, that's my best. When is your own? Two to three. When is your best time? Eleven and twelve. Are you an evil man? A bowler. Well, I think it's because of many years in IVG, so even if I, sometimes you know, there is a way my my 11 to 2 and 3 can be, it can turn to anything. But you see that 4 to 6 ah, 
If I do not close my eye for at least one hour between four to six, it will affect my day. Even if I'm a, even if I slept, even if I'm awake from eleven, from ten till four a.m., but I slept for two hours, I can bear it. Even if I slept from nine till four a.m. in the morning and was awake for only one hour or one hour thirty minutes, once it is not six a.m., it will still be doing my eye like this, doing my eye like this, doing my eye. If you go to that point, any point in the night at all, take one hour. I hope you know. I hope you know you are denying self. What does you as yourself want to do at that time? You sleep. Show me that Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 1. Let me start there. So the first one is, I said brokenness. Am I correct? The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying... And rise and go down to the potter's house. Reduce a little. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a walk on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was manned in the hand of what? The potter. So he made it again another vessel. As seem good. Say after me, as seem good. To the potter to make it. Let's see if there is one more verse. Okay, so that's it. So if you go to the potter's house, a lot of things is going on. And I told you people that the first thing God achieves in a vessel that he has declared interest to be someone that will be an embodiment of his glory, he has to achieve brokenness. He has to achieve it. Do you know that a lady can be crying, but she is not yet broken? How do I know? A lady can be crying and she knows this is what God told her to do. She'll be crying and do what she wants to do. Is she broken? She's crying, crying. She will cry in worship. I've seen them. They will cry in worship, cry in worship, cry in worship, cry in worship, and go tomorrow, Valentine and fornicate. I'm telling you. Sorry, I have not seen the spiritual value of Valentine. I have not seen it yet. Maybe if there is, you can show me. I have not seen the spiritual value. It is a service to carnality. It's a service. It's a service. Some of them are not too harmful immediately. Are you getting the point? Some of them can use opportunity to teach you one or, good, one or two good things. But at the end, even those ones, the spiritual value is very, very less. Compared to some of the labels that we are engaged in. If God wants you to be an embodiment of his he needs to break you. You are too hard. You know physically a lady looks frail. And she's walking like this. You are hard. Have you noticed that it is hard for you to do what others are doing for you to receive 
some things will be happening. Fine. It's not easy for you to enter. Seem as if you are struggling. You are, it is hard that you are. You are not weak. You are actually, on the contrary, it is not because you are weak that you are not touching spiritual things. It is because you are hard that you are not touching spiritual things. That weak you are is what it means is hard. Because if you are actually broken, hello, when you are broken, you are broken. Access inside and outside is free. Is it not true? Sometimes, have you noticed, when God starts breaking you, some of the time, you will start making mistakes. <laughs> have you noticed a season in your life where it seems as if you don't make mistakes, nothing and all that, suddenly a season came and then you are making mistakes up and down. Anything you are touching, mistake. Things are happening. People just found out that you still found out that you are an angry man, that you can lie, that a lot of things you are making up is breaking that happened to you. And God wants to reveal to you a layer of selfishness that is still locked up in your vessel. So he what? Broke you up. He can even do something. So the, I told you people that the first way God achieves brokenness is to bring you to a dealing. It can be a circumstantial dealing. It can be a dealing of many kinds. Job became what he became because of what he suffered. Is it not true? Moses became what he became because of what he suffered. Am I correct? Even Jesus. The Bible said he became the captain of our salvation. Through what? Suffering. Another way that God achieves brokenness is by an encounter. Suffer me an encounter. Suffer me an encounter. Show me Acts chapter 26. Quickly, quickly. Acts chapter 26. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself like this. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews, especially because I know thee to be expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. He has tied this guy. So he is trying to tell him there is no need to allow the Jews to adjudicate on this matter. Since you by yourself understand everything about their, this thing. Uh, the challenge is that is the Jews looking at it from the wrong perspective. But even you too understand. Let's see. Something you understand, I understand. The Jews understand. Whether what they say is actually true. Whereof I beseech thee to hear me what patiently. Next verse. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and asked, Ah! My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among my own nation at Jerusalem, Known, know all the Jews. Next verse. Which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived what? Next verse. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers. <laughs> this man is good. 
unto which promise our twelve tribes. You see the way he put himself one side and put he put himself under the promise and put the Jews outside. Instantly serving God day and night, hope to come. For which hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. Why should he be taught a thing incredible with you that God should raise the dead? I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did, did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priest, and when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them oft in every synagogue, and compelled them to blaspheme, and being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, at midday, I'm already teaching with this reading. O king, I saw in the way light from heaven above the brightness of the sun, shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. When we were all falling to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of the things which thou hast seen, and of the thing and of those things which in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto now I send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. This is Jesus speaking. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto what? Heavenly vision. <laughs> but shoot first unto them of Damascus, and at Jerusalem, and throughout the coast of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. For this causes the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. The encounter that Paul had broke him. You know why? The kind of person that Paul is, I'm not sure hard situations would have broken him up. Have you not noticed that there are people that suffer? The more, suffering, the more they suffer, the more wicked they become. The more they suffer, the more hardened they become. Is it not true? Such people suffering and hard things will never change them. What they need is an encounter. What they need is a, Have you not seen such things? There are people you think the more bad things, the more Satan is buffeting them, the more they wake up and pray, the more they wake up and serve God, the more they will become humble, the more... That's the worst they will become. Those kind of people, they need an... There are two ways that God achieves brokenness. 
Sometimes he places circumstances around you. Some people would never have become what they were if they do not lose somebody in their life. They lost, they lost somebody. Or they lost their business. Or they lost their job. That did it for them. Some people lost, lost somebody that they want. They lost their fiancé. Some people, some weeks to marriage, they canceled the thing. Or the person died. Some people, they got pregnant. Aborted for the person. As they are doing the abortion, they saw a wedding card that the person is married. They died and rose again. Died and rose again. From that day, they knew something in their heart broke. They, they, that thing is necessary for God to achieve brokenness. If it is not for that, they wouldn't have woke, woken up and followed God. They would have continued manipulating their path and serving God on their own terms. The people I'm talking about, some of them are in churches, so they, they seem as if they are serving God. They are up today. They are down tomorrow. Looking for preachers that will tell them what they want. Meanwhile, deep inside of them, they know that they are supposed to be deliverers. If you are God, what will you do? Is it not to set up circumstances that will finally make them realize how important they are to their generation? Are you following me? Guess what? There are people, even if even if these things happen to them 20 times, they, they will become worse. Those kind of people like Paul, he even wants to suffer self. In fact, according to his three ties in the book of Philippians chapter 3, he thinks that he is working for God when he is suffering. Meanwhile, he didn't know. Are you getting the point? He didn't know that that thing he is doing is actually against the will of God for his life. But he is doing it zealously. Hello? What does that person need? An encounter. Two ways for God to achieve. That's the fundamental first part to the glory of God. If God has not achieved brokenness in your life, that is, you can't do anything. Instead of God not to achieve it, if you are Moses, he will throw you into the wilderness for 40 years. If that's what it takes to achieve brokenness in that verse, he doesn't care. Because without it, he can't advance anything in your life. He can't. He can't. He can't, brother. He can't. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Number two. Number two part to the glory of God is hunger. Say after me, hunger. I didn't hear you. Say after me, hunger. Exodus chapter 33 verse 18 and Psalms chapter 63 verse 1 to 8. This is what I wrote in my daughter. God feels uninvited when hunger is absent. Let me say it again. God feels what? Uninvited when hunger is absent. God feels uninvited when hunger is absent. Hunger is like an invitation to divinity. Hunger is like what? An invitation to divinity. When there is an absence of hunger and you are a believer that has a relationship with God, it is like it is like a man that is in a marriage with his wife and is forcing the wife 
to have sex with the wife. There is no joy in it. It's better you don't try it. People that have self-respect will decide that it will, it will not happen again. Are you seeing it? That's what it feels like. That's why the Bible told us in the book of Romans chapter 12. Verse 1 and 2. Show me. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your what? Reasonable. Say after me, what? Reasonable. So this person is speaking about, is speaking about reasonability. It's not force. It's reasonability. In fact, anything that is not a product of your will and choice and decision, God does not consider it worship. If a husband have to come, what I'm saying is scripture. Don't worry, maybe one day I will teach you people the things that is in the Bible. You'll be shocked. If a husband have to compel the wife to have sex with the wife, then the person is not reasonable. You are not a Christian enough in whichever sense you want to see it, whether in the sense of marriage or in a spiritual sense. You are not a believer. You don't know what you are doing. And there are many believers that use that to punish. You are not wise. You are not born again well. You need to go back. I don't care how... And these are the things that make men, no matter, as you are praying and fasting, they are doubting the seriousness of your faith. They are doubting it. I say it's in your Bible, if I open things, you will see. Do you even know the vow you take when you are about to marry? That thing is called a vow, an oath. Why am I here? A marriage, is it a contract or a covenant? Do you know what is a covenant? Actually, people, you call it covenant, but an average person actually sees marriage as a contract. You don't know what is covenant. Covenant is by blood. Any part, there are two, there are two parts of a covenant. Eh? In Greek, one part is called brit. The other part is called diteke. The breach part is the part where there is oath, the incision. There has to be blood in it. But before you bring out blood, there is a pact of agreement. Is it not true? Where this part says, this is what we are going to do. This part says, this is what we are going to do. We now bring out blood and seal it. Are you following me now? That's how it is. That means it is a covenant that is sealed by blood. You now come out on the marriage covenant and all that. And come there and say... With, with all I have, with my body, I honor you. And she, with what? So, if you now remove your body, I want to ask, have you violated part of the... I'm just asking. Have you violated part of the covenant that you pledged to keep or not? Whatever you give us the answer. Some foolish women that the Bible has not taught, as they are going to their husband's house, they listen to their mother that doesn't know the scripture well. I said, Foolish woman, you carried it and you have lost your home. Now you are, you are telling me, I'm supposed to pray, I want, I'm about to lose my mind. Why won't you lose it now? What I'm... Okay, let me leave that part. What these ones I'm saying now, 
is not emotional things. So if you are not ready, I normally advise them, don't marry. Don't what? What, what are you going into the marriage to do? To suffer somebody's son? Many young pastors are on the mountain praying for their wife to die because of this reason. You don't know what we have. Why you don't want me to talk? Do you know how many people are giving us feed? They are on the mountains praying that the wife they married for six months should die. Very soon you will die. You will be suffering sickness you don't know. That's for another day. We are going to open people. What some people like is wedding day. Wedding day. They don't want to marry. It's wedding day. Wedding day. Wedding day is not marriage. Wedding day is not marriage. And you know men of God now. You have already vowed with the Bible that you will not do anything and all that. They, you will not marry the young lady. And she will take you and put you on the wilderness. Say after me, fire. It's, it's not a joking matter. It's not a joking matter. It's not. I advise you as a young lady, don't just don't marry. Leave it. You will you will do your calling. You will make heaven and all that. Don't marry. Once you marry, you have obligations. You will meet unemotionally. If there is emotion back in it, that's the best. They're like you have children, you don't pay their school fees, they are roaming the street. The Bible says you are worse than an infidel. Just imagine that kind of language in the Bible. The Bible even how am I here? The Bible even said if you are fasting, if you fast, 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 you pause. There are some men, if you now marry, that's why I used to tell some people, you don't know why that's why I'm telling you. Touch things now before you marry. Marriage is not your destiny. Touch things now before you marry. Let me tell you. Yes, now. Everybody will be advising your wife. Look at the way your husband is. If you marry a apostle, use food and finish his life. Use food and finish his life. Because if you marry a apostle and an apostle is now adding somebody, everybody will be telling the wife, you are doing well. Is it not the wife? They won't tell me. They won't tell me anything, but they will, they will be congratulating. I say, Mama, you are doing well. They will be happy with Mama. Amazing. <laughs> now, now, you know the challenge? If you have not broken into some things, in your day, if you are not already on the path, it don't be for you. And the problem is that if you keep eating that food, and they congratulate your wife for doing well in the marriage, it doesn't mean that it has translated to you doing well in your calling. Because food. Which is not a bad thing in, in its essence. Has become a bad thing now. Amen. So that's it. That is what the scripture is trying to say here. He said that if just like a man that marries a woman. That's what this scripture is saying. That if a woman is reasonable, even though you pay the bride price of a woman, what you did not pay for is her love and affection. It's not paid for. 
she can choose to give it to you or not. In fact, there are some women after paying their bride price, doing everything, their heart is still somewhere. I say that we live the, with the man for 35 years. It has not changed. If that their love travel back from abroad after living abroad for 30 something years, you will see the two of them sneak out again. Something that happens in secondary school. You are marrying, a, you are marrying somebody's wife. That's one of the reasons. Before you marry, come for deliverance. Bring that lady. Bring that lady. Now say I can die for you. Bring that lady for deliverance. You say I will die for you. Die for who? Bring her for deliverance. Bring her in this environment. Bring her so that fire will cook things. Bring her so that sword will touch some things. She has no head worse that can pierce her heart yet. You want to go and marry something that you don't know. Bring her to hear what you are hearing. Bring her to hear what you are hearing, experience what you are experiencing. It becomes easier for you. Is it not true? Person is not hearing what you are hearing. She's listening to people fanning her flesh. You that is crying for revival, we go and fall in love with son of Delilah, daughter of Delilah. Jezebel's sister. It's not her fault. She told you. One lady, they came for marriage counseling. As they were pushing, it was pastor that brought young pastor that brought her for marriage. As the thing marriage, the thing went, the, the man, man doing the marriage counseling pushed the matter, pushed the matter. The young lady opened up and told the pastor, pastor. I'm not cut out of this. I'm not cut out of this. I just want to see the world. But the pastor boy, the pastor guy, has insisted he must marry the girl. That is an insistence that will take your calling. You know what the Bible is saying here? If a man labors to pay for your bride price as a woman, it is reasonable for you now to respond to him by presenting what? That's the reasonable response. To that now this is in a spiritual sense hello Hi. hello Hi. this is in a spiritual sense that god will not force himself on you what is hunger god is staying like this and you are pursuing him meanwhile he bought you he could have just collected you by force and forced you to do what he wants is it not true he will leave you to pursue him that pursuing of god that hunger for him eh, is a proof to God that you are worshipping him. So even though he can force it, he will never. So God feels that he is not needed. Even though he is the one that bought you. God feels he is not appreciated. God feels he is not worth much in your eyes. God feels that his value is not big in your eyes. Because he just takes what you can sacrifice to seek him. It means a lot to him. You just like some ladies before you marry them. Sometimes the reason why a woman wants a man to pursue her is not because she's looking for anything. 
She just wants to know how much... Is it not true, ladies? She just wants to know how much value you place on her. She just wants to know how much you want... How much? She just wants to know how much she is worth in your eyes. That's just what he's looking for. Are you following me? So sometimes, when you leave what you are doing to pursue God, you say, hey, this young lady, a doctor... Can leave her job, leave some things, more money and all that, and pursue me. Sometimes, when you finish praying and, and doing all these things, after in the night, when you want to sleep, you just feel like somebody called you my daughter. It happens now. It happens to me. You might not say anything. You will just know that God is pleased with you. It is unspoken. Hello, has it happened to you? He didn't say anything, but you can feel it. You can feel that he is happy that you chose even against all odds to give him that time. It's precious to him. Without that, once with, when that hunger, that desperation in seeking God is the greatest thing you can offer to God. There is nothing bigger than it. Do you know a man that has hunger for God that is not doing everything well? God will accept him better than the one that is doing everything correct and lacks hunger. Yes, this is what I mean. There are people that they know how to keep the rules. They are legalistic, but they are listless. They are liturgical, lethargic. In their worship of God, it's just emotions, methodical, but they will just be going through it. If it's eight, they are starting. They start by eight. They ukwe ukwe. Do you know what is ukwe ukwe? Songs and solos. They will just do it and then pass through the motions and go and all that. But they will not miss it. They will not miss the money. They will just be going through the motions. They will just be going through the motions. They will just be going through the motions. They are like that man. Those men that were in the temple. And the other one didn't do well. And they asked me, he said, me, I'm a sinner. The other people say, look at that guy. That's the way it is. The other one that doesn't know much. Anytime he comes, he says, Lord, my heart pours after you. I know I don't behave totally as I should be. But you know me. You know my heart. I desire you more than anything. Can you help me? That's the way. Can you help me? As I pursue you, make me. Don't throw me away. It is because I love you that I'm pursuing you. If I'm already good, why am I still pursuing you? It's because if I pursue you, I become good like you. I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. Don't leave me. My heart is set on you. Your love has ensnared my heart. You keep pursuing. You declare fast. Declare, declare so just to pursue God. Then another person is behaving well. Behaving well. Go to theological school. Become a man of God. Become, 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 and then become a bishop. And he's behaving well and counseling you. See, in this life, you, you will never see the glory of God descend by that means. That, that orthodoxy cannot produce the glory of God. It is men with hunger. That is why men that carry this thing, many of the time they are in the woods. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many of the things that they touched, people that stay like this and land the ruins of the temple, uh, they are disappointed with God many times. Why did God not come according to our rules? It was hunger that was missing. I say you can even do theology, but the, your motivation is to find God. The difference will be, will be obvious between two people in your class. 
When you set out to do it, at some point you will start fasting and praying. What you went to do was to become a priest. Some people went there. In, when they hear something, they kept searching, asking questions. At some point they resigned. You know why they resigned? They found out that what they were looking for is not there. They can't find it by bagging degrees. Bagging degrees in theology. <laughs> degrees in theology is not degrees in knowing God. Can't know God that way. If you're with me so far, say amen. Number two. I know what I'm saying. Number two. Hunger gives God license to do what he wills with you. After me, hunger gives God license. That's what it means. Hunger, hunger is like you are presenting yourself before God and say, whatever you want, do with me. Because as I'm looking at you now, you know, as I'm looking at you, I don't know what will make out of you. There is a way I will stretch my hands to train you. You will behave like a babe. So because of that, I don't know how to handle you. You know what hunger does? Hunger presents the person. I say, as I am now, you can do anything. The progressive increase in hunger is a progressive presentation of yourself to God to do what he wills with you. So when a man, is it not true? When a man keeps coming, keeps pursuing you day and night, day and night, the man is, is consistently making himself available to you. To do to him what you will. To use him the way you will. To make of him what you want. Is it not true? Hunger, 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 hunger. Hunger for God. Hunger for the glory of God. Number three. Hunger is like God's love language. It makes him know he is more important to you than other things. Did you hear it? Hunger is like God's love language. It makes him know that he is more important to you than other things and other people. Hunger is like God's love language. It makes God know that he is more important to you than anything and than anyone, anyone, anytime, any day. Including food, including sleep. It's not as if sometimes the fast is the reason why God did what he did. And that's why sometimes you can fast for seven days and nothing much happen. You fast for three days and a lot will happen. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are parameters that is not, is not static. It is not physically static that God is checking. And one of it is this hunger. It's God's love language. Hunger. Hunger. There are women that have done it. It is today's women that they, I don't know where they are turning to. They will tell you, use your brain and all that. If it's those days, like you used to watch it in movie now. How many of you watched Nigerian movie when it was still Nigerian movie? People like, people like Emeki Kede. Who again in those? Eh? No, not, I mean they love guys. Gen, Gen, Genevieve, who again? Eh? Leave that one. There are people. Vamika them is later. Is older ones. Wait, you. Let me. 
Huh? Okay, maybe Ramzinua. Huh? And people like Ogo Okoye, those days, are you, so this is what I mean. You will see one, you, they used to act it. You will see the daughter of a king. And then a Mexican will come with hunger. And say, baby, I love you. And the way he is pursuing the girl, pursuing the girl, they will not show another guy that has car. Who normally asks that? Huh? Uh-huh. Somebody that has car, he will come. And the girl, you have watched that movie. And the girl will refuse. The parents, the girl will refuse and run after that guy that doesn't have money. I know you will not do it, but. <laughs> the sisters of nowadays will not try that. If it is before, your parents are telling you to. But today, even if you are, their parents tell them, they will not. They will follow the one that has no one. Yeah? But those days, you see, Ramzinua, he will be trekking. Nemekike will be walking in the village. Another guy that does it well is, which movie? The Andy. I saw... Ken, Ken, is he Kenneth Okonkwo? Uh, yes, I, I saw him and one of these girls that is also older in one movie. And the mother of the girl is uh, Patience Ozoko. Uh, Mamaji was the daughter, the mother. So, Inan came and the guy came. Hey, <laughs> God Almighty. Mamaji, there, there has been nobody like her again. Hey. Since those people stop acting, what they are doing now, I don't know what they are doing. Oh, God. I've not tried Nigerian movie in almost 15, since I entered university. I've not tried it. I don't understand what they are doing. So that's by the way. So what happened is that he came, the guy came and sat in the parlor. And him and the girl, they were talking. Mama G entered and said, hey, hey. <laughs> Or she had that wicked laugh. Or she had. Or she had only a little funny. A joke, I go, my love. I go, you Hunger will kill you. You can't do love or top hunger. But the girl didn't mind. She said, We'll be hungry together. I love you. And all that. We are going to suffer together. I love you. We are going to be hungry together for better, for worse, and all that. So, and the guy came with flour. So, Mama G now went and took the flour and opened the oh, plastic. It's not even original flour, it's plastic flour. The guy brought plastic flour. Plastic flour. And the girl still fell. Why will a girl fall for that when there are other richer men? It's a, in this case, it says, for God, it's a spiritual. God's spiritual love is hunger. God can leave somebody that I tell you, somebody that is well behaved, better behaved than you. By morality, the person is better than you, but you have more hunger. God will choose you. You know why God will choose you? By hunger, as I told you people in the last point, God can make anything to you. I, 
when God told me this thing long years ago, I told God, I told God that time, don't use me until I have completely become what you want to be. He said, there is nobody like that on earth yet. What I do is that I will choose you. If you maintain your hunger, I put you on a path. If you continue on that path, there are some dealings you can't run away from. He said, I should wait. When the season comes, he will deal with those things. As long as your path is correct. If you are going to Lagos and your path is correct, won't you meet the Niger Bridge? Do I need to explain it to you? There is nothing you will do about it. You will hit the Niger Bridge. There is nothing you will do about it. If you are going through Benin, you will meet the Benin Bypass. Am I correct? There is nothing you are going to do about it. Whether I told you or not, is not in the major thing. The major thing is, are you on the path? If you are on the path, one day, that's your anger. Instead of God not to remove it, he will take your business. Instead of God not to deal with that anger, you, you might lose your first, you might lose your, you lose your business. Your wife that is pregnant, you and the wife will do like this. Go, 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 go. And the pregnancy will leave out of, because of your anger. Then your eye will open one day. Even if they want to, even if you are angry and you are about to die, you will not do anything. Are you not on the right path? God will deal with that. So that's why as you are going with God, he will be handling it. But maintain your hunger. Maintain what? Your hunger. Maintain your hunger. It's God's long language. It's an invitation. Are you learning? Are you blessed? Without this, you can't see the glory of God. You need to hunger for the glory of God. You need to... That's, that's, show me that our scripture so that we read it. Let's read together. Okay, let me read it. Verse 1. Oh God, thou art what? My God. Early. Say after me, early. Early. This early is not just early in the morning. This early is early in life. Early we like seek thee. The eye here is the spirit man. The eye here is what? The spirit man. He said, my soul tasted after thee. So, the spirit man who is I, is what? Seeking God. It was not enough. The soul, which is the second dimension, is what? Tasting after him. He said, my flesh, which is what? The body. Somebody said, he loves God, he's pursuing the glory of God, he can't fast. You are lying. Your spirit, soul and body has to be gathered together. That's how he's done. You can't be praying. You are pursuing the glory of God. You are praying. Your mind is everywhere. Drop, groan, travel. Gather the thing together. That's why we travel. That's why sometimes it's not working. You come here, we tell you to hold hands with seven people. You know why? You know why? They will drag you into where they are. Is it not true? Sometimes you come from market. You are a human being. Your mind will still be in the market and all that. And there is a way. Maybe it's bulldozer. He cries and drags you by force. If they leave you, you can finish that prayer without really ascending. Is it not true? He said, Oh God, thou art my God. Early, we what? I. after me, I. I. Who is the I here? The spirit man. Early, we I. Seek thee. Show me your glory. My soul 
tested after day, like somebody that is, has not drank water. You just like you are coming from Sahara Desert. Have you been to Sahara Desert? You don't need Sahara Desert. Some of these days, especially this week, the kind of sun everywhere, even in the night, sweat everywhere. Just imagine you are coming from Sahara Desert. You are walking out from Sahara Desert for seven days. You just managed to survive. And you come out. They are telling you that a girl is waiting for you. Will you hear that? They will tell you that even if they tell you there is one million, even if they, what is, what is that person's utmost need? Water. Serve to me water. water. Serve to me water. water. Nothing matters. Nothing makes sense. Nothing stands on the way. Nothing can compare. There is nothing. Say you bought new phone, it doesn't care. Say there is a contract, it doesn't care. He said there is a problem. He doesn't care. Say the young lady used to pursue those days. Suddenly told you I've agreed. You don't care. You are past that. Say, Show me your glory. That's how. He said my soul tasted. He said my flesh longed after thee. Where? Where is his flesh longing? Where? In a dry and thirsty land, in a dry, is longing. The spirit man, a man is in three dimensions. Until the three dimension of you is gathered together in hunger, in pursuit of the glory of God, you will not see it. The glory we talk about is the glory that consumes the three dimensions of you. Don't come and tell me that the glory is just in your spirit. It will hit your soul and it will hit your body. Everything will come under the compelling, compelling existence. Compelling, compelling, compelling power of the glory. Everything. He said, oh God, thou art my God. When I seek thee, I, I, my spirit man, I will seek thee. He said, my flesh, my soul, my soul, my thoughts, my faculty." My faculty, when I think, I think about you. When I meditate, I meditate about you. My feelings are affections are towards you. He said, my soul tasted. Look at it. Look at it. He said, my, even my flesh was longest after my flesh. You need to get to that place. This is one of the reasons we fast when we pursue the glory of God. You know why? You need to fast to the point where even your flesh is pursuing God. It's not all the time you are after food. You say you are pursuing God, but your eye is always on food. You say you are pursuing God, you can't drop the plate. Never ever in your life you say you have a God. You say you want God. Lord, show me your glory. You can't drop food ever in your life. You can't see it. What you see, whatever you see, you have not met it yet. The three dimensions of you. Let's see the next verse as I run. Why? Why is this man crying for these things? You say, oh God. I, I seek thee. My soul my flesh longer so that what will happen let's read verse 2 together one two ready go to see thy power and what 
to see thy power and what? To see thy power and what? That is how. The three dimensions of you have to come together in desperate hunger. If not, you will not see it. If not, it will not happen. If not, it will not happen. If not, God can't come. If not, you will not feel invited. If not, it won't be total. There is a total work. There is a complete work. There is a holistic work. It's, it's all consuming. You can't say you are serving God in your spirit and your heart and your soul. Your mind is thinking nonsense. You serve God with your mind too. You can't say you are a Christian, but in your mind, you are an atheist. You are thinking nonsense in your mind. You say you are pursuing God, but your mind is pursuing the world. You say you are pursuing God, but your mind is following a Hindu man. You are following one atheist on Facebook. You say you, say you are a feminist. You don't know what you are doing. Where did you find it? It's in your Bible. The Bible said, not just your spirit. It said your soul. Listen to me. Listen. Listen to me. Your soul comprises of your intellect. It's your reasoning capacity. It comprises of your feeling. It comprises of your ability to make a choice. Your will. Your soul. Three things make up your soul. Your intellect. When you are pursuing God, there are some books you can't read anymore. There are some people you can't follow. You need to leave some Facebook pages. You can't be watching some comedy skits. If you want, I call their name. They are everywhere. When you turn, they are carrying breast up and down. Carrying nuts. They are saying it even with their mouth. You say you are pursuing God. After fasting from now till evening, what you used to break is the breast in comedy skit. You don't know. You can't see that God. You can't see it. You will die if you see it. You will die. Don't know what you are looking for. It's not just your spirit. It's not just your spirit. There are things you can't read. There is a way you can't think. There are some choices you can't make. You don't just... He, he said, I, spirit man, he said, your soul, he said even your body. There are things, you can't do some things with your body. It's not just that you can't do some things to your body. You can't allow some things to happen to your body. You can't allow your body to be crippled. Some of you think it's just... You can't allow sickness to kill your body and you are no more useful to God. You don't know what you don't know what we are talking about. It's a duty to God to live in health. It's, it's not just for your own benefit. It's a duty to God to live in health. God needs this your body. You are 25, you can't fast because Ulster has finished your life. He said, to see thy power and thy glory, such as I've seen it in the sanctuary. Next verse. Next verse, quickly. I want to show you something. He said, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips are what? Praise thee. Next verse. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy holy name. 
My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Let's read verse 6 together. One, two, ready, go. Where? Where? This man is saying, even when I sleep, I still remember you. Has it not happened to you once? You slept, you see, saw yourself where you are doing miracle, where you are praying. The only thing that consumes your dream is what you are doing in the natural. Let's read it again. Let's start from the beginning. One, two, ready, go. I had a, I wrote something on this many years ago. I called it upon the bed and the night watches. People don't know that they are more active in their subconscious state than even on unconscious state. The, the intangible powers of a man is more active when he is subconscious. And it is the meditative and sleep dimensions. These are the places where these things are more active. You fill your soul with pornography. You fill your soul with comedy skits. You know the ones I'm talking about. You fill your soul with Egwebi. You fill your soul with Egwogene. You fill your soul with Davido. You fill your soul with with Wizkid. You wake up in the night and see where they are. Why won't they oppress you? When you sleep in the night, your subconscious carries that thing it was doing when it was awake. Is it not true? When you were young, did it not happen to you? You play football from morning till evening. Didn't you play it? When you sleep in the night, what did you start doing in the night? You continue playing that football. Why? It was it's upon the net, bed, and what? Night watches. You carry over the things you are doing when you are awake. That's why you are always weak. That's how people fill themselves with all manner of loot. They do everything and then in the night, something will let her happen and they come and say, Apostle, I don't know how it happened. You know! You know! When I remember thee upon my bed, you have to fill your night with thoughtful things from heaven. You have to play messages. You have to sleep with them. You have to find messages where fire is inside. You have to find messages where they speak about prayer. You have to find them. Put them on. Let them be playing as you are sleeping. Let them suffocate your dreams. Let the angels come to you where you are sleeping. As you are meditating in the night, let it be upon the things we spoke about in the evening. Now when we finish speaking here, you go and find something. Listen to me. Some of you might not watch comedy skits. You go and watch, you watch news or, or how Nigeria is bad. By the time it is one in the night, you are depressed. You can't pray again. Upon the night, bed and night watches. You keep watching the dollar. Keep watching everything. Watching news. Watching, they keep telling you bad things. You wake up in the night, your prayer power has left. Why would you leave? Sometimes you take some messages, soak it in. Maybe it's talking about power and glory of God. Maybe prayer is going on in it. You sleep, you show yourself in the dream. The same thing that is playing on that message is happening on the day. Is it not true? 
Is it not true? Upon the bread and the night watches. I pursue God when I'm awake. I pursue him when I sleep. There is no break. If I'm sleeping, I'm pursuing him. If I'm awake, I'm pursuing him. That's what David is saying. He said, I pursue you when I'm awake. Upon my bed, I pursue you. On my night watches, I pursue you. In the temple, I pursue you. On the battlefield, I pursue you. No break, no retreat, no surrender. Show me verse 7. I ran off. Because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. Let's read verse 8 together. 1, 2, ready, go. How does a man so follow after God to encounter the glory? How? 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 Say after me, my soul. Listen to me. There is something about the soul. Sometimes he's disobedient. He doesn't want to follow what is happening in the spirit. That's why the scripture said in the book of Psalm chapter 103. He said something there. He said, praise ye the Lord. What? Oh my. It seems as if he is commanding, he is compelling it to align with what the spirit is saying. My soul followeth hard. Follow hard. Follow. Don't be sluggish. Some of you, your soul is too sluggish to follow what is happening. You keep thinking, think, you keep delaying, you keep until the move of God will pass. Say after me, my soul. Follow hard. My soul. Follow hard. After God, my soul, follow her. Say what I'm saying. Say what I'm saying, my friend. Say after me, my soul, follow her. After God, my soul, follow her. After God, my soul, follow her. After God, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't relent. Don't stop. Don't relent. Don't slow down. My soul, follow her. Follow her. Follow her. Follow her, 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 pray for one minute. You are too tall in the spirit, you can't touch everything.